Genre. My phone is trying to do an update on my podcast app. Figure out what all the all the new pod, how many new podcasts, how many of mine have updated, how many episodes, how many new episodes there are since the last time I updated the app a couple days ago. And it's gonna be like two hundred new episodes. There's some crazy shit that I can't keep up with ever. I have so many shows on my thing that I don't listen to. I should probably get rid of them all. I am subscribed to 143 podcasts at the moment. Good lord. Yeah. Yeah, it's a lot. Oh my god, why is this still... Here we go. Oh, 128 new episodes. That's not so bad. Alright, alright. Okay. We We solemnly swear we're up to no good. good. podcast that's overanalyzing the Harry Potter movies one magical minute at a time. I'm Gary Roby. I'm Troy Cope. And today we are talking about minute number 50, wrapping up the week with minute 50, uh, which starts with even more spooky whispers. Like I said yesterday, spoilers. Here it is. Spooky whispers. Spooky whispers. Kill! Kill! Uh, (laughs) And it ends with Ron's dislike of spiders. Ron, you're not alone. No, you're not particularly a fan of spiders. I'm not a fan of spiders, but I'm not like, I don't like spiders. It's very... Like, like, are you the kind of person, like, you can kill your own spiders? Yeah, I can kill my own spiders. Well, it depends on the spider, I guess. <laughs> if we were to meet some, like, Aragog siblings, probably not. No, no, I wouldn't imagine so. I, I, I could kill a spider. Don't know if I could kill an acromantula. I don't think I could either, so you're not alone <laughs> in that one. They're uh they're a little they're a little much. I mean a dog a, a spider the size of a dog is pretty bad. A spider the size of Aragog himself. I mean he's the dad. He's the like head of the family. So he's like he's the size of a house. I the clo- the biggest spider I ever come close to was like once in fifth grade or so having a tarantula being brought into my class or you know my classroom that i was in yeah and and petting it they're kind they're kind of soft yeah Uh, i have a friend of mine who um like breeds spiders and is like a like a spider enthusiast that's crazy she was like studying spiders at like whatever school she was taking classes at she was like working for like some lab at sdsu that was dealing with like spiders and uh, good for her all right yeah if you if you if you like whatever creature animal whatever as that much yeah to study it then i think it's cool do it right not yeah yeah i don't know if she's still doing that or not but but she uh i worked with her a couple years ago and she was like really into spiders um, she actually had uh, one of those spiders that's the one that we see in Goblet of Fire that um, that Mad-Eye Moody is, like, using the curses on. The unforgettable oh, yeah. curses on. She had one of those. Because that's a spider. doesn't look like 
It's like a different kind of spider, but right, it is a spider. Uh, or an arachnid, I guess. I don't know. I guess technical term. There's a difference there. Like you can't <laughs> call a, you can't call a scorpion a spider, but it is an arachnid. Yeah. So I don't know, like if there's a difference, we'll figure that out when we get to Goblet of Fire. But she had one of those as a pet too. Mm-hmm. I imagine going into her house is like going to like. Like some bug catcher's house in in Animal Crossing, where it's just like <laughs> this is full bugs. of bugs everywhere, <laughs> just little ca- crates with bugs all over the place. Oh, that was it. What the owl's name? I don't. Oh, oh, oh. He uh, hates Blathers, bugs. Who hates? But no, no. There's no need no, to take no, no, it out no. of its out of its enclosure. I don't want. I don't want anything to do with those bugs. Basically, no. No. Ugh. Ricky knows someone who does basically that same thing, but with snakes. Ah. So I can imagine, again, going to this kind of person's house, which is just snakes everywhere. Mm, one of our listeners, who we've brought up before, mm-hmm. uh, Jen Brugan and her husband John run, like, an alligator farm. Well, it's an alligator Sanctuary? Park. Sanctuary? I think it's a sanctuary. Like, that's probably the best way to do it. They, they do, like... Um, I wouldn't call it a zoo. I don't know if they would call it a zoo, but it's kind of a zoo. Um, in Florida, alligators. Oh, well, yeah. Florida gators. Yeah. Interesting. It's really cool. Uh, anyone who's on our group, Harry Potter Mint and Listener's Army, she occasionally uh, posts photos of various um, things that we talk about, different animals and creatures that show up in the in the show. And, um, yeah, we're working on... I'm going to try and get her as a guest at some point. So that'll be fun. Uh, we do see some spiders in this minute, though, at the very end of the minute. Before we get there, um, <clears throat> Harry is still following the sound of this voice, this kill, kill, that seems to be coming through the walls, and he's kind of chasing it down. I really like, there's a there's a really good touch here, because it only lasts for the first, like, three seconds before it abruptly stops. We are in Harry's, like I said, again, we've talked about this before, we're in Harry's POV, so we hear the sound of this thing moving. We hear the whispers of the voice. We've got this really intense music. Harry's following it. And then all of a sudden he comes up to, like, he almost runs into, like, literally Hermione and Ron. Yeah. And all of that stops. Dead. Silence in that sequence. Yeah, nothing. Yeah, because Harry's jarred out of listening and we, the audience, are also pulled out of it in, like, a nice way. Like, I like the... Yeah, we're focusing on... I like that on... subtle way that we are in his head. Yeah. Through the sound. It's like, oh, we're not paying attention to that now because we just basically ran into... Yeah. We've been... It, you've been interrupted. Yeah. Uh-huh. And he goes... She goes, Harry! And he's like, did you hear it? She's like... He goes... No. Like, it's Ron. And he's like, hear what? Hear what? What? And he goes... He's like, that voice. And Hermione goes, voice? What voice? <laughs> Voice, what voice? Voice, what voice? Immediately on alert, like, what, what? It's really funny. It's really funny. And he's like, I heard it first in Lockhart's office. And then again, just... And he turns his head. In my notes, I wrote, um... I wrote, it's a presence I haven't felt since. Because <laughs> it's like that look he did gives, kind of like, off in the Except distance. he doesn't just walk away without saying anything. Um... But then, you know, he says, he says, uh, and then again, just, and then we're back in his head and we hear the sound again. We hear the movement. We hear the kill, kill come up again. And he goes, it's moving. I think it's going to kill. And then he runs off. He's taking it. You think it is, even though that's the only word it's been saying. He tears after it. 
right? Like, this thing, some mysterious voice is threatening to kill something. And Harry's like, let's follow it. Right? Like, I'm the only one that can hear it. I'm going to follow this thing. Yeah. He makes it his responsibility. Because... Because clearly, yeah, other people aren't yeah, hearing this. Yeah, because now he has the confirmation and, that and if two someone, more people can't if hear. If someone is in danger What's going on? and something is coming and Harry can prevent it, he's going to prevent... Harry's very like Spider-Man in this moment. Very Peter <laughs> Parker, like great responsi- great power, great responsibility kind of idea that like, like if someone's in danger and there's something I can do and and I don't do anything and something bad happens, I'm responsible for that bad thing happening. Right. So, so he, he, he goes down, he like runs after it and, um, Hermione's like, Harry, wait up. No, slow down. Or something like that. Ron just gives him this funny look too. Like (laughs) it's going to kill. Like what? What? And you're, and you're chasing it. Like he's all like, like you need to explain some more of this. Yeah. um, Please wait a minute. What? You, you heard something in Lockhart's office and you think it's going to. Because there's what? no other explanation other than like I, I heard this anything. voice in you know Lockhart's office. I'm still in hearing it. It's gonna kill. Well, everybody. and we're not even at the point yet. Like it's not until next week, I think, or the week after, where Hermione's like, hearing voices isn't common even in the Wizarding world. Or it's not a good. <laughs> it's not a good thing. Even in the Wizarding world, hearing voices isn't a good thing. And the other, there's the portrait that goes, "She's right, you know." <laughs> Which we'll talk about him. I'm excited to talk about him. Actually, we'll get to that. He's he's a meme. <laughs> he is. She's right, you know. She's right, you know. I should use that as the meme and not not the Morgan Freeman picture. Of course. Why have I not been doing this? I don't know. Well, well, I'm gonna change that. I'm From here on that. out. From here on out, I'm gonna use the picture of that guy for that meme. Yeah, yeah, totally. So so we come out, Harry doesn't quite slide across the floor risky business style. Right. Which would have worked. I would have accepted it in the sequence. It would have been a little silly, but I think I would have accepted it. But, you know, he kind of... Harry kind of clods around in his shoes. Are these wearing boots? I'm, like, watching how he walks. I mean, the floor is wet, but, like... Very deliberate. Yes, yes. Every step is very... It's very forceful. It, It is very deliberate. You're right. I've never really watched the way Dan walks, but... His sh- he walks like his shoes are too heavy. <laughs> He's wearing clod hoppers. Yeah, like watch watch term? him come, watch him come around this yeah, like, like clunk, clunk, clunk. Cl- yeah yeah yeah. There's water on the floor, in the hallway here. Um, He's wearing g- galoshes. <laughs> galoshes. I was just assuming he was wearing like Dudley's boots or something. <laughs> something that was too big for him. Yeah, exactly, exactly. There's water on the floor in this hallway. Which brings me to another question. Was the basilisk just slithering down the hallway? Is this water from... Like, did the... If it... Okay, it must have come out of the bathroom to petrify Mrs. Norris. Right. 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 How? It only listens to the air of Slytherin, and the air of Slytherin is still in the diary? How does Ginny... Spoilers, guys. We've been talking about this, but how does Ginny... She doesn't speak parcel time. I mean, she's no. kind of possessed by him. So maybe that's... She says she doesn't remember doing things that happen in the book. Yeah. Um. She's being controlled. Is he talking through her 
And is that why it listens? It's only going to listen to the air of Slytherin. So even though Harry's a parcel mouth, he can't tell it to, like, stop. Yeah, to not do what it's doing. Yeah, because he's not the air of Slytherin. Well, um. the reason he speaks parcel tongue is because he's got a slither of the air of Slytherin's soul inside of him. So, like, would it respond to that? And Harry just doesn't try it. I don't... I, I assume that it's not going to listen to Harry. Yeah. Um, but then why would it listen to Ginny? And did it listen? Did was it was it Ginny's idea? Did Ginny lead it there? Like, did she go speak the password and open the the chamber, open the entrance in the bathroom to the chamber of secrets, and it like slithered out? And the first thing it encountered was was Mrs. Norris. Mrs. Norris gets petrified. Harry comes clomping down the hall. It slithers back into its hole instead of like, why doesn't this thing just like escape the chamber and just wreak havoc for a night? Right. Like what's the? It would cower back, or it's it's not. It doesn't seem to be afraid of. Yeah, Yeah. it's also the same thing as like why did it take so long the first time when Tom Riddle was actually there for like someone to die? Why? How do you do like precise targeted petrifications or killings with a twenty foot long snake? Yeah, it's not very, uh... It's not easily concealed. The pipes idea is not sneaky enough for me. (laughs) I feel like for for so many people to get petrified, this thing must actually be out in the hallway sometimes. Right. It's not encountering everyone in the bathroom. And there are so many people at Hogwarts. Well, yeah, presumably there are like a thousand people at Hogwarts. How is it that no one... How How is it it's only one person at a time that's encountering it? It's not like every time you walk through the halls, it's like this, where it's just Harry, Ron, Hermione, and there's no one else. Literally, everyone else is going to converge on this spot in, like, two minutes. Yeah. And they weren't led there by anything. No. So, I don't... Someone... We're reading the book on the weekend edition, but we haven't gotten an explanation for this. So if anyone can help explain, like, is the water wet because the f- the bathroom flooded? Is the floor wet because of a flood? And Mrs. Norris got petrified because she saw the reflection in the water? Or did the flood happen? Be- no, the flood must not have happened because the basilisk came out. Because it- then it would flood every time there was an attack. Yeah. And I think that someone would make that connection. Yeah, but two and two together. You would think so. It does flood again later, but when it floods later, it's it's because of Myrtle. Like, deliberately flooding the bathroom. Right. She turns the sinks on. Mm-hmm. Or maybe she doesn't. Maybe it just happens every time that... I think she turned the sink on. <laughs> I don't have an answer. Why is this week just all me going, I, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like such a... I feel like such a... I don't know. I feel like I should have these answers. We're running this podcast. We should be able to answer these questions. But then I think of them on the spot and I'm just like, oh, wait, I don't know that. I don't know. I guess we'll talk about it as like more petrifications happen. We'll talk about it next week when we actually find Mrs. Norris. See, yeah. Like, how did this happen? So there's water on the floor and they're coming up the hall. And uh, I like the I like this flute music. Oh, the the spider, the spider music? music. The spider music. It's like kind of noodly. 
it's <laughs> it's the, the thing is it's it's it sounds like the thing like is it word. like it works with the motion of their feet of their yeah, their yeah. legs it sounds like it it it's in motion and it's in motion with like a lot going on yeah like multiple leg type of thing going on you know yeah. what i mean like there's i feel yeah. like there's other media other movies that have spiders in them of course that uh-huh. have that kind of do the same thing you have like a certain particular score of music that's uh-huh. for spiders yes and it's always something like it that has, kind of yeah it's gotta it's gotta be it's gotta be quick paced because yeah. it's giving them motion mm-hmm. and so we we angle the I camera like down music. me too it's fun i'll see if i can cut a piece and drop it here uh we angle down and we see a line of spiders going up the wall and then out a crack in the in the glass window um, out toward the school grounds. And Ron goes, I don't like spiders. Spiders. And he just looks down at them like, mm-hmm. I know, he already has kind of a, a very worried... Doesn't Harry ask, like, I've never seen spiders do that before, or something like that. Or that's strange behaviors for a spider, or something like that. I think he comments on the fact that, like, yeah, they're not ants. Spiders, yes. spiders don't like. That's exactly what I was thinking fire. too. See a single file. It's not the spiders go marching two by two. Yeah. Oh God. Hurrah! Hurrah! <laughs> Very old. Yeah. So we see spiders. Spiders. And, and Harry's Ron's afraid. We establish right here. Ron's afraid of spiders. I don't like spiders. I don't like spiders. I don't like spiders either, Ron. Me too. All right. I think that's the week. How do you feel? We had a really big one on Tuesday, so I'm okay with these minutes. Right. It, it, it started off like all crazy, like that crazy. I know. I feel you know, really heavy. laid. I feel, this feels then, way more laid back than a couple, the couple days ago was. Yeah. I was happy with the, how that conversation turned out. Um, that's always good. Yeah. Guys, if you like our show, of course you can find us on, uh, on duallygenre.com. Um, you can find us at Harry Potter Minute on Facebook, Harry Potter Minute and the Listener's Army for the group and discussions. Uh, Twitter at HP Minute. I'm going to give all the plugs right here. All the plugs. Uh, all you can plugs. email us, contact at hpminute.com. And if you want more of me and Victoria, we are about to do our 50th quibbler <gasps> on the Patreon feed. So you can go over to patreon.com slash hpminute where we are doing the quibbler. We are occasionally doing a show called I Nerd That that's just sort of a, like, what is Victoria and I, just a kind of down-to-earth conversation about whatever Victoria and I feel like talking about that day. Um, <laughs> that one doesn't app, have... an app description. That one literally doesn't have a structure. It's just, what are you what have you been watching? How are you doing? What's going on? That's semi-occasionally. And we're doing a Steven Universe podcast called uh, The Galaxy Warp, where we were talking, we've been talking about some new, we talked about the newest episodes that dropped and uh, I think we're going to go back and start talking about the show um, from the beginning, starting with, uh, with, uh, even though there's possible new ones coming out in April. Yeah. So we're going to, we're going to, so we're, we're, I think we're going to do a back and forth thing. Uh, those of you who listen to dueling genre content, um, you've probably heard the doctor's companion, which is Scott, Cassandra and Nick talking about, um, Dr. Who, and they do this back and forth where like they do, um, episodes of the old show of like uh episodes that have already aired but then mm-hmm. when new episodes air they talk about the new episode yeah. and i feel like we're gonna have kind of a back and forth going on same um, kind of deal sort of thing yeah so you can join us over there if you want to listen to that because we'll get into more of that later and uh 
And if you want to support Dueling Genre on Patreon, you can go uh, give them your support for $5 a month. They have weekend edition shows for a lot of their podcasts. Back to the Future, um, Lord of the Rings all have weekend editions there. There's special bonus content for people who who contribute to Geek by Night. There's going to be a new show dropping uh, in relation to Cornetto fairly soon, so you can check that out as well. And uh, come back next week as we talk about Filch's cat. Oh, Mrs. Norris. I like Mrs. Norris. She's a really pretty cat. I feel for her. When I was so disappointed when watching uh, the movies that they made Mrs. Norris so pretty. But Crookshanks is like, to me, a really ugly cat. I think it should be the other way around. I always, in my head, reading the books, I pictured, like, Crookshanks as being, like, a really pretty cat. And Mrs. Norris being, like, a really mean, ugly-looking cat. Yeah. But Mrs. Norris is such a pretty cat. I'm so sad, and I feel so much for Filch in this scene, so it's going to be interesting talking about it. Yeah, we'll get to it. That'll be, um, only next week. So come join us next week, and, uh, Mischief Mischief Managed. Managed.